pour soin, mes chers. Je suis Cyrano Savignon, Hercule de Bergerac. I'm uh, back at it once again. I have a greasy, dark mop on my head, and my belly is the size of the moon, and my credit score is awful. <laughs> and it's not because I spend irresponsibly, though I do on occasion, you know, but... It is mainly because of the mistake of, uh, maybe not a mistake, but the poor formation conception of some systems on this world. I, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story. I was in another state and I was taken by an ambulance for like a mental health hold <laughs> out of nowhere for like probably like a night or something then I was kicked out and um, well they sent the bills to a house that I did not live at at least not anymore and they didn't bother to call me or email me and the only way I found out about the balance that I had at the facilities were through debt collectors since they sent my accounts there <laughs> before that rest assured I paid my credit card bills always on time. I was on top of any payments that I had. I was very responsible about my credit. You know, I don't know if this is the most responsible, but I always used to pay my credit cards off, like, just maybe, like, right after I made a purchase. At most, maybe a week after I made a purchase, I'd pay it off. I'd pay the balance off. I was very responsible. So up until that moment, my credit was pretty great. And just because they sent the things to the wrong address and I couldn't get it um, at my real address in another state, they sent it to debt collectors. And so that's on my credit history for maybe, I don't know, seven years or something. Um, <laughs> which is a real bummer. Because look, I kind of want to maybe buy a house, buy some property. So looking at getting a mortgage, that's not something that's... Um, maybe realistic so much because <laughs> uh, uh, I tried to apply for the Costco card this cool Costco card that um, that I, I wanted to get because it's like 4% cash back on like all the gas you get from Costco or like any gas I don't really know what the perks were but uh, I really wanted this one Costco card and I applied me and my brother went to a Costco we applied for the card uh, well he got the card <laughs> kudos to him but I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't get it right away. And so I called like, yo, yeah, what's up? It's like, oh, so you're delinquent on your, uh, you're a delinquent on your payments or something like that. Just because I have this collections history on my, uh, credit report. So, um, it's a bummer because I'm totally on top of paying my things. This thing was totally a mistake. This thing was entirely a mistake. Um, they didn't send the bills to me to the right place and you know what i'll be honest the first time they called me i probably was like yeah get out of here this is totally like a scam this sounds like some kind of telemarketing scheme or some shit but it wasn't i guess they literally well, no they literally did they sent my accounts to collections <laughs> totally uncool totally uncool i'm gonna keep using totally <laughs> i'm kind of drunk right now so i'm gonna speak oddly i suppose <laughs> slurred perhaps but they sent my things to collections 
and now my credit score is garbage because of that because other than that i am on top of my payments i'm a responsible guy i'll pay my accounts off promptly on time you know i'm responsible about that but what can you do you know what can you do What can you do? What can you do about that? And I, I called, I called them like, yeah, what's up? You know, I called them like, see what's up. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't do that. We do. We just send physical mail. We don't do emails. We don't call people like, what's up with that, man? What, what, what's, what's up with that? Are you literally trying to put me into collections? You know, are you literally trying to screw up my, my credit history? Cause I am whatever. It's beyond me at this point. Anyway, so I listened to the last podcast, and that's to introduce myself. That was to introduce myself. But I did find it quite, quite boring. Honestly, not a lot of inflection in my voice. <laughs> but um, I uh, I think one of the problems with that, it was, it was kind of like a stream of consciousness, which I don't mind doing. I, I prefer to just be like... A, unfiltered without any plans you know but i think i will kind of try to focus on one topic here and that topic is gonna be um let me find a good quote for this love let's go for f i think that's the key of love it's gonna be love you guys This guitar was a good idea, but it's kind of cool. I'm going to turn down the volume on it. I'm going to have like a low volume. Anyway, um, so the main thing. One of my main uh, ideas about love is its is its innocence, and that is one of the things that I probably think about the most when it comes to that. Maybe not the most, but it's like one of the the main things I think about because when you do think about it, when you're in love with someone, do you say it? Do you really express it? No, you kind of like hidden about it you know you're like eh, you know i don't know i kind of eh. you know you know, you know she's kind of cute or something you know we'll talk a little bit you're kind of shy about it really shy and i think that's because of this social programming we have about like it's not real until it's real you know and when it's real it's really real which sucks there's a whole thing like there's this whole idea of like puppy love and that's that's kind of what it is until you really make things official and i think what's terrible about that is that it doesn't feel real you don't it doesn't feel real enough to to express it to other people because it doesn't feel real to you you're afraid to express it you'll just try to diminish it as much as possible to make it something so small you know, like, uh, you know, it's, it's just a little something. I don't know. 
because maybe you're afraid. Maybe you're afraid of what people think. Maybe you're afraid to have feelings because you don't know how the other person feels. You know, maybe you're afraid to feel the way that you're feeling because it doesn't feel exactly legitimate. So you're not going to talk about it like it's a legitimate feeling that you have. But I think that's so detrimental. It's so harmful to our egos that like this real feeling that we have, this really real feeling that we have is, is diminished because we're afraid, because of fear. And it's not exactly your fault. It's been programmed into you. You know, it's been programmed into you. This, this fear, this, this, this uncertainty, you know, by other people. Maybe, I'll say maybe you're in high school or something. Maybe before that, maybe in eighth grade or middle school or some shit. And you have feelings for somebody. And you don't want to bring it up with anybody because it's like, what are these? What are these feelings? I don't want to bring it up to somebody and then they'll just call it puppy love. And this could go into your like 20s. All right. Straight up, I was 20 something and I felt these feelings. I felt really real feelings and I tried to express them to people and they just denied it. They just denied it. Because you don't know what you're talking about. That's what they were saying. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. That's what people will tell you sometimes. When you feel something so real, you'll just you'll just be told that. You don't know what you're talking about. You know? And then you have married couples. You know? Families. And what was that? When did that become real? You know? When did it become so real that you would marry someone? Is that the point where people will really take you seriously about what you feel for somebody? You know, marriage. You can't really feel, you can't have real feelings for somebody until you have marriage with them. That's when it will be taken seriously by everyone else. That's, that's my, what's one of my main angers with that. Something that angers me is that, you know, my feelings are real. I need those feelings to be respected. All right, you know, I can't have you other people around me diminish that. And the main reason why I can't have people diminish that is because I love the people around me. I have a love for them and I have a respect for them. I have an admiration for them. I look up to those people so that when someone I look up to, they'll tell me something like that. I'll doubt myself and I can't do that. I can't doubt myself because I need to have efficacy to make decisions, to continue to live in this world, to make decisions for myself. I need to, I need to be sure of myself. And when it comes to feelings like this, of like love, that's important to me. Because when I feel love for someone, I need that to be respected. I can't have someone just tell me like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, what do you know about this? You're so young. I can't just have someone diminish it and call it puppy love. It's like real. What I feel is real, real to me, maybe not to you, but it's real to me. And it's a crucial part of my development that you acknowledge that, you know, that you acknowledge my feelings for somebody. Like, man, I'm pretty drunk right now. Let me think. I had like two, 
at least like five drinks before I recorded this, so I'm like proper drunk right now. But like, honestly, that's when I feel something for somebody, you know, I really need you to respect that. All right, or else, and and this is this is crucial because I look up to you and because I value your input and your opinion. I need you to respect me. Because when you don't respect feelings that I have for someone, like of love, then I will doubt those feelings myself because I have such a respect for you, you know, because I look up to you. And when you doubt that, that makes me doubt myself. It makes me doubt my feelings for that person. It diminishes it. And any real feelings I might have might be totally screwed up because I, I, I don't have faith in myself to actually feel love, you know. And that's happened to me. That's happened to me. Where I felt real feelings. And they weren't acknowledged. Instead they were. I wouldn't say they were ridiculed. But they were made to be so small. They were made to be nothing. I, to I was told that I didn't know what I was talking about. I need to know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. Because now in my life I'm, I'm stunted. Because of that. I don't know when, I, when I'll feel love. You know. I don't know at this point. I thought I did. I really thought I did. But because people that I looked up to, that I valued their opinion, that I looked up to, that I thought were <laughs> pretty much that I thought were smarter than me, that would know better than me, they said, no, you know, you don't know. So then I don't know because they told me that I don't know. And that's also on me for being weak in my self-esteem and my efficacy, you know, they, for being weak. I should have not listened to anybody. I should have just went with my feelings. I should have not listened to people and just accepted the way that I feel for myself. And that's my piece of advice to anybody. You have to accept the way that you feel about things. You can't... At some point, you should listen to people about... Um, you should listen to people's input about you know anything. But at the end of the day, you have to listen to yourself and you have to know what's best for yourself. And if you love somebody, then you love somebody. Don't fucking ask someone else if you love somebody. Don't go to someone, tell them that you love somebody, and let them tell you that you don't love them. Don't let somebody else tell you that you don't actually love somebody. Because maybe you do. just something that's I, I, I still have that chip on my shoulder I still have that chip on my shoulder where, of like I'll love somebody and maybe I'll bring it to friends or family and they won't respect my feelings that I have for them and I really need that I really need that because I rely on the people in my life to, to give me guidance. And maybe when they fail to do so at that crucial point of my development, then that hurts. That hurts. You deny my feelings. That hurts. That hurts because you deny. You deny my feelings and like what I felt for somebody. What I felt felt really real. Felt really, really real. 
I'm going to say this is also a part of my introduction because this is something that is a huge part of my character. Is that like a an unresolved love? I'm going to change some of these levels up. This uh, Roland GR55, and what's funny about this is that I have some different uh, user settings on these 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 uh, these sounds, and they're like different volumes, so I have to change the output for like each of them sometimes, especially this blues guitar that I kind of formed. sound like mostly the same you know, let me turn this on all right right here right here all right kind of like I guess like music right maybe you'll write like a song or something you'll do something and I'll, I'll just use songwriting as an example you write a song and maybe you'll you'll perform it for somebody and maybe maybe they'll be like oh that's great you should totally like perform that shit you know that's that sounds great I love it but maybe they'll be like eh, eh, maybe maybe this part here this part here I don't really know about much you know, actually, no. That sounds like more like criticism. Maybe they're like, oh, that's not really my cup of tea. Maybe they'll say that. And you won't perform it. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that song was like really personal to you. Maybe it was. Oh, my goodness. That's the alcohol. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have like a slight hangover. <laughs> but maybe you'll write something really personal. And somebody will say something about it. And then you'll throw it away because you'll feel like it wasn't good enough. And you, you, your feelings deep in your soul will be so hurt because it was so personal to you. It was so real to you. But somebody didn't approve of it. Somebody that you were close to. Somebody that you loved didn't approve of it entirely. And you'll throw it away. And then forever, for the rest of your life, you'll question everything that you'll do from that point on. You know? You'll question everything. You'll question every song that you write. You'll question everything that you make. You'll question every love that you have. That, that's what I'm getting to, the love thing, you know? You'll question every love that you have because one person, two people, people that were important to you didn't approve of it, didn't exactly approve, or they didn't acknowledge it. They didn't respect your feelings. 
And so for the rest of your life, you'll question if your feelings are real. And I believe, I truly believe that's fucked. <laughs> that's deeply fucked. You know? And I want to tell you out there, all you motherfuckers, that your feelings are real. Alright? What you feel are real. Listen to your feelings. Love yourself. Respect your feelings. You know? What else do you have? On your deathbed, do you think anybody else will be there? You know, when you're in your grave, you think anybody else will be there? Your feelings will be there. You will be there. Your character, everything in your whole life that you have felt, that you have experienced, that will be there. So listen to them and listen to yourself. When you feel something for somebody, listen to that. All right? <laughs> you know what? The last time I kept checking the time to see how much time I had left, I just hit the microphone right there. Oh, we're like 20 minutes in. But I, 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 I just, you, ha you have to listen to your feelings. That's what you have in this world. Other than that, I don't know. I should like make like a, just like a clean guitar with this wah pedal. It'd be cool. Cause this is kind of like. It's got some, like, a little bit of fuzz to it. How about some of this? So for this podcast, I wanted to talk about love because for these podcasts, for the next couple podcasts after the introduction, I wanted to talk about things that people might be able to like relate to, you know, so that, uh, you know, people will dig this more because maybe I seem more relatable, <laughs> man. But, um, I think another thing about love is that, that I think about love is that I will think this sometimes, and I'll introduce myself again. I'll have just more introductory traits about myself, is that this is another characteristic about me. I'm constantly changing, all right? I'm constantly changing. So some days I'll be thinking like, ah, I don't need to find nobody. I'm cool being a hermit, like, forever. And then other days I'll be like, you know what? I kind of do want to try again, you know? I do want to have love with somebody. And then the next week or something, I'll be like, ah, nah, I don't care. <laughs> I'm constantly, constantly changing. I think most people are. I feel like most people are, but maybe that's me projecting. Anyway, um, what was I saying? So, okay. So I used to think this, and I think this now, but I'm sure that, of course, next week it'll change. But um, sometimes love is just, like, not exactly a necessity it could just be like this social construct that you have right i'm gonna turn this off i'm not really gonna use this so much i'm too drunk to play the guitar anyway unplug everything because i kind of want to get a better uh sound on the mic But, um, 
you know, I talk to people about stuff like this, like, my own experiences with love and stuff, and it's like, here we go, testing, 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 all right, that's pretty good, but, you know, they'll tell me, like, oh, you should, yeah, hang in there, man, hang in there, you know, hang in there, you'll, you'll find somebody, you know, oh, you'll find somebody sometime, and it's like, well, okay, you'll say that because I think that you feel like that you might need to say that, you know, because it's like a social, like a, like a social thing, a cultural thing that it's like a cultural goal, kind of like a college and like finding a good job. It's like something that, yeah, you'll have to do someday in the future. You'll do this someday in the future. Don't worry about it. You know, you'll get back on your feet, but like maybe there's people who like, genuinely to feel like no I don't want that I don't I don't want that anymore and I do feel like that a little bit now a little bit not though I still because as I've said like I feel kind of weak <laughs> I'm gonna go into a tangent here about like the meds I think now that I'm coming off the meds a little bit and also I should add that right now I'm, I'm weaning off of the drugs all right I'm not exactly all the way off of it but I'm starting to wean off and I think I should be off in like a month because, you know, quitting cold turkey, I should, I might get some symptoms or something, some crazy withdrawals or reactions. I don't know what that could be, but so I'm trying to do it safely. But I think as I'm coming off, I'm starting to get kind of weaker, you know, the flashes I was talking about last podcast. I'm going to call them flashes now because they feel that's what they feel like. They're flashes, the memories. I call them like depressive memories. It's like flashes. It comes in flashes and that's why it tense up, you know. It tense up real quickly because it's like a flash. It's like a quick thing, you know. <laughs> if I'm like alone and it, it comes to me, I'll be like, oh, fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, ah, shit, fuck. <laughs> until, he, until he goes away. <laughs> but, uh, but I think it's the, coming off of it might be making me like a little bit more sensitive to those and just more sensitive in general because I think I might be feeling some things of like oh you know maybe, maybe I, I do want to find somebody but mostly I'm resolved to being alone like I'm I'm kind of all right with that um I was just talking to my mom earlier about like the last time I was manic <laughs> this will be telling about me the last time I had I, I was like really manic I had a manic episode I was like taking some of my friends, I was writing their names down and I was comparing them to other like to these fictional characters in these things. All right. And so that was totally crazy. <laughs> that was me being manic. Exactly. Like exactly being manic, being crazy, kind of making no sense. But if there was sense in it, if there was any sense at all in that, it was that I was comparing them to these characters because in a spiritual sense, and uh, totally fine to disagree, because um, this is kind of like a stretch of like an idea, but like, in a spiritual sense, like, I guess the hypothesis <laughs> is that in this lifetime, you'll have characters in your life, these roles that will be fulfilled by people, all right, by different people, right? So for example, I guess like Jesus, had like his zealot, I forgot his name, but he was like a zealot among the apostles or among his disciples, right? The zealot who was uh, 
ready to draw his sword or whatever. I think everybody will have that friend who is very zealous, who will step up like in an almost an extreme way for like the underdog, right? And they'll step up like that. Everybody might have that figure. And everybody might have a figure of somebody who is like, who is calm and reliable and they'll tell you, they'll give you advice, an advisor role, spiritually, you know, spiritually. And, and you might have that in your life as well. You know, like a consigliere. <laughs> and then uh, you might have another role of somebody like a child, like a son or a, a daughter that you'll take care of almost, but who's kind of close to your age and you're more of peers, but you will kind of take care of them in a way. You'll be like a, a parental figure to them, a guide, <laughs> some mentor, and you'll maybe you'll have that person in your life. And so what I'm getting at is that in people's lives, a lot of the time they'll have a, like somebody, a partner, right? <laughs> like a partner, a romantic partner, a life partner, you know? Um, you'll find someone and that'll fill your life. Hopefully that's, that's the, that, I guess that's the idea is that there will be someone in your life that you'll love in a way that you'll marry them, you know, maybe you'll reproduce with them. You'll have a you'll have a family with that person, and this is based on love, you know. And the thing that I'm mostly resolved to is that I have found that person, and that they're out of my life now. You know. I messed up in some places, and there was just some life circumstances that got in the way of our romance. I. Can't it's kind of a stretch to say it was a romance, <laughs> but uh, things got in the way and it couldn't happen. And I am mostly resolved to just being okay with it being over. <clears throat> like I said, like just being a hermit, you know, like a, like a, just somebody who doesn't have romantic partner in life I was totally okay with being that person because that person's out of my life now and yeah because of various mistakes that I've made in various life circumstances I'll say a lot due to my mistakes I'll take a lot of the responsibility for that it was my inaction that probably was the main culprit for um not developing that that love but anyway um what i was saying is that like uh a lot of the people will be like oh no you'll find someone else you know you get back out there i think that you know that that love i it, what can be like it, an idea of a necessity like some people will think it's a necessity necessity is a or, Maybe not necessity. That's like kind of like a extreme word for it, but like a goal, I guess. A, a, a life, like a checkpoint in life. <laughs> to find love, you know. People will be like, "Oh, you'll find somebody. You get back out there, man. You get find somebody." So, like, some people won't be like totally on board with you being like, "Ah, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to find anybody else." You know, I don't want to find anybody. I think I'm fine now. I don't I don't think I want to find anybody. 
And in my own situation, maybe other people's situations, it could be like, you know, after that person, I don't really want to find anybody else. I think I'm fine with that. Like, it's, I'm, I'm done, I'm done trying to find somebody. Like, it's, I'm just kind of done. And then, you know, um, people, other people will say, and I've said, I've, I'm saying this because I've saw it, I've seen it on a, on like a, it's an RPAN live stream I've had, but like, Oh yeah, that can be filled by just having a good fr- a group of, group of friends, a good group of friends, like a solid group of friends. It's like you know maybe that hole doesn't need to be filled by a romantic partner or like friends at all. Maybe it's just like I'm good with it being unfulfilled. You know, I'm fine with that because I'll just wait till the next life to have that <laughs> or something. Uh, that's 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 the idea that I've kind of been going with is that um, if in this life that spiritual role was meant to be fulfilled, the person that would have fulfilled it is gone now, and I just have to, well the only time that I'll be able to find that person again is to wait till the next life, so that I can find the next person that will fulfill that role, and I have to make sure that I do everything right so that I could see it through unlike this lifetime where I kind of fucked it up you know uh, that's that's probably one of the main things that 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 brings me depression that brings me these flashes is my failures regarding that um, that time in my life when I found that person you know that I, I really liked I really liked him a lot no, I was in love with that person. That's the thing. I was in love with that person. I fell in love with that person. And, you know, and, 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 and I, and I'll, I'll be honest about that. Like, it was my failure to act that is why uh, it didn't totally go through. But it was also like, well, okay, I'll mostly blame. No, it was honestly mostly on my shoulders that, um, of that failure, but it was also that other people kind of didn't acknowledge my feelings and it hurt. That was just, that was mostly just extra pain on top of the pain of my failures is that my feelings weren't respected or acknowledged. My feelings were diminished by other people, by what they said. It's like, you don't know what you're talking about. And that really hurt me. That hurt me a lot because it came from people that I deeply loved and I respected them. It came from those people. I wish it didn't, but it hurt. It did, and it hurt me. Because <laughs> in that moment, I needed them to validate my feelings. <laughs> but what else could I expect, you know? A lot of my life, my feelings weren't validated by really anyone. So I, I and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing when it comes to stuff like that. You want to keep those people in your life because their opinion is valuable. You value that, and you love them, and you respect them. You look up to them. So their opinion, whatever they say, is you don't take that lightly. That's something important that they'll say to you. Anything that they say, any advice that they might have, any views that they might have. And and I almost want to say, don't listen to anybody. I almost want to say, don't listen to anybody. Listen to yourself and listen to your feelings. But at the same time, realistically, if we're being realistic, you are going to look up to those people. And what they say will have an effect on, like, how you think. You know? 
So it does hurt when they when those people in your life that you look up to when they don't respect your feelings. It does hurt. But the important part is to rem- remember that they're human too. Those people are human beings, imperfect human beings. And they can't understand your feelings all the way. You know, they can't understand your feelings. So if they say something to damage that damages your feelings, your way of thinking, you know, that 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 does not validate your feelings, that discounts your feelings. First, forgive them because they can't understand what's going on in your head. But and, and at the same time, you listen to yourself. All right. You listen to yourself. So if you do feel love for somebody, you know, fuck what other people think. You feel love for somebody. Don't don't try to go around it because you're afraid to feel love for somebody like I am. Like I'm afraid to feel love for somebody because I don't think it'll be validated by the people that I love. You know, if you if you feel love for somebody, then you have to validate yourself. You have to validate yourself. Really, truly, you have to validate yourself. Other people will have opinions and that's what they will be. They will be opinions, but only you truly know how you feel. So you have to be your best friend, your advisor, the person that validates your feelings. You have to be that person. And if and and, and again, if if you can't if you can't believe in yourself to find love again, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, and if you don't if you feel like you'll be trying to replace that person that you felt such love for, if you really don't want to find love again, then that's totally fine too. And if other people tell you that, oh, yeah, you'll find somebody and it feels like you're pressured to try to find love again, don't feel pressured. You know, you live your own life and they'll know that, too, that you'll live your, live your own life. Especially when it comes to love. Man. I, I, I've been afraid to say that shit, you know, because, you know, growing up, growing up, you're a kid and you grow up a little bit. When, when do you, when do you know, you know, when do you know that what you feel is love versus like puppy love versus like a crush? I'm saying that you have to decide that for yourself. And I'm not saying that, you know. Every time you have a crush, that means you're in love with somebody. You got to know when you know, you know. And for me, when I know, it's just when I, when I know that I'm in love versus just a crush is just when I, I, I learn things about them that make me love them so much more. Maybe admire them. I'll just say, like, when I have a crush on someone, right, and maybe you spend some time and you talk with them, you know. And then you start to realize what a beautiful person that they are. I think that's when the love starts to come in. At least that's that's what I'll measure by. Is that when I when I start to see how beautiful their character is, you know, that's when I start to feel more love, rather than just a, just a crush. <laughs> you know. And it, and 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 I I, I should have. I should have had more strength before to to feel comfortable with myself and my own feelings. 
that I, I should just say them, you know? Instead of looking to others to validate my feelings, I should have just known known them. I should have just understood them myself. And I should have just made them clear to the people that I did love, that I was in love with. That I... I and here's the thing, you know? I'm not going to say that... Yeah, you, you, you're... When you know that you're in love, you should say that you're in love with someone. Don't don't exactly say that. Of course, play it cool, you know. Totally. Totally uh, be cool about it. But act, all right? Act. I didn't act when I should have. I waited because I was scared. I was afraid of rejection. But in the next life, when she comes again, <laughs> I have to be strong. I have to be like, look, I, I like you. I like you a lot. Um, let's go get some tacos or something. <laughs> uh, I want to, I don't want to see you outside of here. I want to see you more outside of where we regularly see each other in a romantic setting, in a romantic sense, in a serious sense. Not overwhelming though, but just totally like I'm. This is how I feel, you know. I want to get to know you better, for the purpose of, of dating, you know. If I had have, have any advice for people who have crushes or something, it's, it's to kind of you don't you don't overwhelm them and you don't say everything right away, but you do make it clear, that you have feelings for that person, which I failed to do. I should have done. I might have done with my, with the way I acted, but I didn't put it into words, which is a crucial part. You have to say it, because maybe they might think it, but they can't believe it until you actually say it. And I didn't. I should have. I don't know. And that's happened like too many times. Um, but yeah, um, goddamn, I'm like kind of like depressed a little bit. I was just thinking about like the, my past, my past and shit that makes me sad. Um, <laughs> and it does have to do with love, man. And, and, and here's the thing, just like I said it's not about like, oh, you got to go back out there. You find somebody else. It's like, this is just its own thing. All right. You have to let it, let it have its own life. This thing, let it have its own moment in my life of this, this love and stuff, you know? So yeah, maybe one day I do get over this. I don't think I will. I honestly don't think I will, but maybe I do. You have to give me time and you have to give me the space and you can't tell me to find somebody else. Because when you tell me that, I don't like that idea that somebody else could fill her space, you know? It's, it's, she was different, alright? And this is just, I'm gonna, this, this is kind of specific to me, this is also general to people, alright? This is general. That person that you love, that you really did love, they have their own space in your heart. Don't let somebody tell you to let someone else fill that space, alright? Don't let people talk into your ear to, tell you that 
yes, somebody else will fill that space, all right? Some love that you have is true and it's valid and it's true to you and you let you have to let that have its space in your heart on its own regarding nobody else, you know? Irrelevant to any other future loves that you might have. You have to have it let that let it have that space in your heart sometimes. Because that's a part of acknowledging your feelings. Is that it was real to you. It still is real to me. I wish it didn't end that way. I wish I wish I should have. I, I could have. I should have done things better. Maybe I wish I didn't tell people about this. Because they didn't validate my feelings. Right? Like I said. They didn't validate me. They didn't validate my love. So I, maybe I wish I, I, I should have just kept things to myself and at the same time acted on the feelings that I had. And I didn't. And that's where I'm at in life. <laughs> anyway, we're at 45 minutes. I'm going to say assalamu alaikum. Peace and love. Stay safe. Alright. Love you, bye.